Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. And on the line with us right now, we have John Solomon, intrepid investigative reporter, justthenews.com. And you also have a great TV show you can watch there as well. John Solomon, what is the latest, hottest breaking news? Well, there's a lot of it. Everybody will be watching President Joe Biden tonight as he gives his first State of the Union address to Congress. Uh, There's some Republicans who won't be watching. They're refusing to go because of the mandatory COVID testing rules. But most of the nation will be watching and listening to what he has to say about uh, the pandemic, the Russia crisis, rising inflation, rising crime, to see if they get the answers they're looking for. On the eve of that, or just a few hours before that, we broke a pretty fun story here. We got a hold of a memo that Joe Biden sent to federal workforce leaders saying uh, it's time for everybody to come back to the office. So that is some big news going around Washington. Federal workers have pretty much been on permanent uh, tele, uh, telecommuting for the last two years. But Joe Biden uh, sent this note this morning ahead of his um, speech to tell them that we're returning to normalcy and it's time for you to return to your offices. So that's getting a lot of attention. Then I'll take you to Wisconsin, where the former chief justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court, Mike Gableman, was named six, seven months ago to do an investigation of the Wisconsin 2020 election. And today he let go some bombshell revelations, including that there were some fraud in which nursing home residents had other people vote for them. They didn't know it. They didn't know they were voting. Uh, and, uh, of course, there's been some rulings out there that said there were some illegal uh, election law changes that were made. But the headline that has gotten everybody's attention is the former chief justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court says there is now enough evidence of irregularities in the Wisconsin 2020 election, almost two years ago now, to warrant the legislature considering uh, uh, decertifying Joe Biden's victory there. It would be a symbolic gesture. We're not getting rid of Joe Biden from the White House. But if a state said, you know, after, after the fact we looked at this vote, it was so messy, we don't trust it, that would send shockwaves through the nation. So that and, and, and John story. Solomon, someday we will find out who really killed John Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, exactly. So, uh, so but it, you know, Solomon, it's a remarkable moment in testimony. We had another question. So John and I were talking about this convoy of Russian troops, right? They've been how long outside of Kiev? It's like miles and miles long. What is taking them so long? Does anybody really know what's going on, John? Uh, There's a lot of fog of war, as there always are. There always is a war, right? Uh, But I I think the the Russians miscalculated and they're recalibrating. They thought this was going to be a cakewalk, that the Ukrainians would throw up their arms and the comedian who turned president would turn out to be weak. And he turns out to be, you know, Churchill on TV. And uh, and the resistance they have found was so much uh, tougher than they expected. And so... They are, I believe, recalibrating. All the U.S. intelligence officials I'm talking to say they're rethinking the military strategy. There's two ways to go here, right? You can just blitzkrieg Ukraine, but I don't think Putin has the will within his own people to see that happen. Most Russians consider Ukrainians to be their brethren. So he's trying to do surgical strikes and surgical attacks, and the Ukrainians have been very good at uh, almost like the Revolutionary War tag team that uh, George Washington had early on, guerrilla warfare, and it just confounded the Russians. And so, yeah, there's a big column sitting outside Kiev, but Kiev still remains remarkably in Ukraine's control. It seems like there's very, very little uh, credible information coming out at all. 
Yeah, and of course, this is a region that's known for misinformation. And while we always blame the Russians for doing the Ukrainians are pretty good at doing a propaganda campaign, too. So we're sorting facts from fiction. But the U.S. intelligence people I'm talking to, I've done maybe a dozen interviews today with U.S. intel and other people, say that uh, there's been very fierce fighting, a lot of bombardment, and yet the Ukrainians have control of their top two cities, and the Russians appear to be frustrated a little bit. But, you know, over time, Russia has a much larger force, and the question is, how long can Ukraine hold out? And how many more European countries will come to the rescue of Ukraine and start sending armaments and other supplies? But um, it is a head-scratcher, and... Uh, we're all trying to figure it out. I think U.S. Intel believes there'll be a counteroffensive by the Russians in the next 24, 48 hours to see if their new strategy works. I mean, we're seeing some of these videos of like uh, regular civilians standing in front of tanks and surrounding them. Yeah. And you wonder, is it true? Is it in the satellite it's images? The same, it's the same video we've seen time after time. It's not, it's not different videos. Yeah. Uh, listen, I think there is some propaganda going on because that's what the Ukrainians want to do. They want to win the battle in the court of public opinion, no matter how it goes on the battlefield. And so you have to keep that in mind. The Ukrainians have always been good at that. But I think at the end of the day, there is some real fighting. There's some fierceity. We've seen it. Uh, and I think the Russians, there was a set of peace talks yesterday, and they agreed to keep talking. Uh, I think the Russians will let that card play out another 12, 24 hours. If there isn't the sort of deal they can get, they're going to try a second offensive and see if their new aligned strategy works. But um, it is very perplexing, and, and there is a lot of fog of war. There's a little bit of modern-day propaganda going on as well. Well, thank you so much, John Solomon. Again, justthenews.com. John Solomon, justthenews.com. Check it out for all the latest, greatest breaking news there. Thank you so much, John Solomon. And, uh, uh, you know, keep finding out the truth. We will. And we love your show uh, there, John and Lydia. Such a great show. Thank you.